Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast, where today we're discussing unity and love. I've thought a lot about this topic this past week. My world would be a lot more enjoyable if there was more unity and more love. I thought about our our global world, and I thought about all that's going on in many cultures and, and many countries around the world, that if unity and love were exhibited, everyone's world would be a better place. In the Gospel of John, I read this week these words in John chapter 17, and Jesus, right before his death on the cross, he had a beautiful prayer, and it was a prayer entitled A Prayer for All Believers. And Jesus was speaking about this unity, and, and this was his prayer. He says, my prayer is not for them alone, my prayer also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also believe in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one in them and you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Jesus is praying with his disciples, but he's taking it a step further in that he's praying for unity in our world, a prayer for unity. The unity for which Jesus prays here is founded on shared love. It's not just unity, it's unity and love. And this is the kind of self-giving love seen in the life of Jesus. And it is also the kind of of self-giving love that we have seen tangibly in many of our families. I hope there was a lot of love and unity in your family growing up. I know not every family is that way. It brought back early childhood memories for me. I grew up in a large extended family. My my mother, my father, my brother, my grandmother lived in my home, and then next next door neighbors were my aunt and uncle and my three cousins, and it was a really fun way to grow up with a very large extended family that lived in our community that we spent a lot of time with. Great memories of love and of unity. You know, unity is a mutual and reciprocal love, and it is much of a decision and choice as it is a feeling. We often talk about love being a feeling that we can eternalize and feel inside but it really is a decision, and we demonstrate that type of love. Jesus was talking about this type of unity and love that would come very easy and graceful. It would come out of a heart of love, a type of love that keeps loving without reservation. Through all different types of rebellion and rejection, we know that life isn't always easy. Through every hill and every valley, You know, at the end of the day, we work those things out in a family and with other people in relationships, hopefully, and we have unity and love. He wanted his disciples to be united by such unity, so he offers this prayer for them. What is the why behind this prayer that Jesus prayed in in the Gospel of John? Well, during his final extended conversation with the disciples, 
During his final extended conversation with the disciples, Jesus then pauses and he prays this beautiful prayer of unity. And I think the reason was instead of just lecturing or teaching about unity, about its importance, is the fact that it doesn't come easy. We see that in our world today. Unity doesn't just come very easily. It takes work, and it takes hard work. I think about some of the initiatives that are done with, within our congregation at the Log Cabin Church. There's a member of our church, David McKay, and he's very involved in Habitat for Humanity. He's done this for <clears throat> probably 15 years And most Saturday, David is on a site working on a home. Habitat for Humanity, if you're not familiar, helps people who do not have a home to actually hands-on build a home for themselves with a very low mortgage and getting people into homes that financially would be impossible. So it's a wonderful opportunity for someone to have home ownership. And once they build their home, they have to help others do the exact same thing. But David is a part of an interfaith coalition where not just different churches get together to work, but there are synagogues and mosques and other uh, houses of worship and churches that all work together. This beautiful interdisciplinary team of folks from many different faith backgrounds working together. That is a beautiful example of unity. In the hospital where I work as a hospital chaplain, we have a variety of staff, and every year we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate Easter, but we also celebrate uh, Ramadan with an iftar dinner for our Muslim uh, team members. We also, for our Hindu team members in the fall, in October, we celebrate Diwali, and we take time to celebrate these um, very important events in, in the culturally and a part of other faith groups because it brings unity. At our church several years ago, we did a series, and it was a series entitled, What My Brothers and Sisters Believe and Teach. And we invited people from many different faith backgrounds, Muslims, uh, a rabbi came, um, people came from the Christian Science Church, from uh, many different faith backgrounds to share uh, through on, on, uh, over several Sundays of exactly what they teach, and it was very informative. I think when we make an effort, and this is where we talk about hard work, when we take the hard work of learning about others that are different from ourselves, they might be different religiously or spiritually. They may be different from us culturally. They may be different from us racially. When we learn about each other, it's the hard work of unity. It's founded in that unconditional, sacrificial love, and it requires grace and forgiveness and compassion and a lot of understanding. And all the division in our world today evidences the fact that unity really is hard to achieve. You know there's discord in our world over race relations. Uh, There are wars and discord over religion, a variety of politics. And even among, here in the United States, I'm sad to say, is even among Christian denominations where people have such similar beliefs, there still can be discord. It's very disheartening. Let's look at the whys of these divisions. Why are there so many divisions to begin with? I guess it's because it's so much easier to be right than wrong. Many of us, you know, we stand our ground. This is the right way. We stick to our guns, so to say. And 
we don't open ourselves up to other thought and other people. There, there again is the hard work. There's something insane about humanity where we crave power, we crave control, and we don't want to admit that we are wrong. It's difficult to love people we don't like, but it's very important, as Jesus said, to love our neighbors as ourselves. So admitting it, I think, is the very first step to unity. How can we act on unity? In no way is unity achieved through passiveness. Jesus's prayer points to this truth. Even as he's offering these words of hope for his disciples, he also is challenging them, reminding them that love must pervade every part of our lives, even when it requires some effort. Unity in any form or fashion cannot be forced in relationships or upon a society. In a divided world, particularly at this time in 2022, where divisions run so so many times down religious and spiritual lines, there's no reason for us not to work diligently towards unity. Everything we do sends a message. And when we work with love, peace, and unity, we're binding ourselves together and we're working towards that purpose. What is the challenge that we must face? We must be willing to live into that unity and experience the love of Christ in the same sort of firsthand way as those early disciples. So we must work hard at loving our neighbors and those that are different from ourselves. And it's not an easy task. Love requires commitment, and commitment means work. Are we willing to do it? I think we are. As we conclude today, I want to make this statement. I pray that we all make the commitment to that love that unites and binds us as one so that together, as brothers and sisters, we can show the world the immense love of God, the Father, and our Savior, Jesus Christ, have bestowed upon us. Thank you for being a part of our podcast today. In everything you do, that you seek unity and love. So my prayer for you is that in everything you endeavor, that you seek unity and love. Thank you, and God bless you.